Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello. You're listening to BFN. This is the podcast about infertility, IVF, and the trials of trying for a baby. I'm Gabby. And I'm Emma. And we're both car carrying members of the Infertility Club. Welcome to episode 11. 11. We always do this, don't we? We're like, ooh, 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We like to celebrate our achievements. Yeah, we achievement every week. <laughs> 2.11. <laughs> yeah. um, I hope you're all well. Yeah, I hope you've had a lovely week. Indeed. Um, I don't know if you got a chance to listen to the Thriver podcast that we put out on Sunday. Yeah. If not, go and check it out. Yeah. It's uh, it's a bit different. It is a bit different. It's all about the menopause. Indeed, which is just interesting, to be honest. Yeah, so if you think your hormones are fucked now... Oh, God, <laughs> we've got it all coming to us, guys. Um, yeah, no, it's um, it was really interesting chat. So if you are interested, go and give it a listen. Uh-huh. Um, and this episode is a bit of a different episode. It's just us this episode. Just us. Just you and me, talking yep. away. Oh, yeah. Um... It feels weird without headphones. I should explain, listeners. I forgot my headphones today, so I'm not I'm not listening. So if the sound quality is really bad, I'm really sorry. <laughs> got, got but no you idea. wear headphones every time and the sound quality is always fine. Yeah, I just... It just feels weird. It feels like we're not feels really like recording. You're, like you're free-falling. <laughs> yeah, it does. It feels really <laughs> odd. Um, yeah, so this episode is just us having a massive chat and it's because... Gabs is getting ready to have an embryo transfer. Exactly. Um, so this uh, conversation is all about um, what I should expect during the transfer and what things I should do and, you know, the kind of prep I'd be doing. And we collated a bit of advice from some experts, um, a bit of advice from the hive mind of Instagram. Yeah. And some advice from me. I know. It was lovely. And it was all a surprise. I hadn't seen any of it before we recorded. Yeah. So it was, um, it was good. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully this is a really helpful podcast for people who are heading into a transfer yeah um yeah and then also you spoke to professor tim we did speak to professor tim about the old folate versus folic acid conundrum it's a bit of a um niche subject i reckon quite niche but to our world Yes. I don't I've never met anybody who has hadn't like got pregnant easily and then just kept the baby and not had any problems who has ever even heard of folate. No. It's it's something that you come to when you start exploring nutritionists and things, <laughs> yeah. don't you? And uh we almost witnessed a fist fight over it oh um, God, at yeah. an event back in February. Yes, we did, which was entertaining. It was quite funny. Um so we thought we'd put it to Professor Tim once and for all. Should we all be on folates or is folic acid alright? Yep. Um 
And also, we just wanted to say, like, a couple of weeks ago, we kind of moaned a bit about the number of complaints that we'd had. Um, and can we also just say, we've had so many nice emails recently. Yeah. After that, like, everybody... <laughs> It was just, it's just lovely. Well, to be fair, like we get lots of nice emails all the time. I think we just, you know, we just, we just had a kind of spate of, of negative ones, which is, yeah. which are kind of, they're so rare that they kind of take us aback. Well, I think that's it. We're just really oversensitive. Yeah. Because everybody's always so nice. Yeah, exactly. Every now and then somebody will say something that's like, it's not even mean. It's just like constructive criticism. And we'll be like, how could you? Ouch! <laughs> my, my precious feelings. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, thank you to everyone that takes time to write to us. To be honest, because yeah. we hear so many people's stories, and it's really lovely to hear from you and find out how you're enjoying the podcast. So we do keep them it. coming. And also, we do try and reply to all of them. And if we don't, if you don't hear from us straight away, we're very sorry, but we will do our absolute best to get back to you eventually. Yeah. yeah. We just try and get through them yeah. when we can, which yeah. sometimes means straight away, sometimes means in a week's time. Yeah. Maybe sometimes in two weeks' time. Yeah, maybe sometimes longer. Oh, dear. When, when we go must, through the... Inbox. Must try harder. Yeah, must try harder. Um, but either way, like, we love it. We love yes. all of it. And um, so on that note, yeah. if you wanted to send us an email... It's bigfatnegativepodcast at gmail.com. Also... If you wanted to leave a review, that would be amazing. Oh, yeah, and rate. Rating, rate the podcast a rating and well. a reviewing. Yes, but wherever you get your podcasts. Indeed. And uh, you could follow us on social media, on Instagram. At Big Fat Negative. Twitter. At Big Fat Negative. Facebook. Big Fat Negative. Or you can follow Emma's Twitter. Oh, <laughs> BFN Emma. I thought you'd throw you a bone Thanks, there, mate. Thanks, mate. It means a lot. I'm up to like... <laughs> 70 followers well done <laughs> so proud when I get 100 I'm gonna like have a celebration starting from scratch on Twitter is a thankless task because well, my other account and you can find it if you do a bit of googling um I've I've got quite a lot of followers yeah you do because I started you're in, insta like, famous insta twitter no, famous twitter. um and it's like verified and stuff yeah you've and got a blue tick I've got a blue tick but on my bfn account I feel like I'm it's just Twitter, man. It's hard. I feel like if you didn't get in at the start, it's yeah. hard to build a following now. Well, that's it. I started in 2008 on Twitter. Well, there you go. You were an early adopter. I was an early adopter. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> anyway, enough of that whiffle waffle. Um, here's the show. Yeah. Enjoy. Emma, how have you been? Okay, so we're starting off with me because we've got some important shit to talk about with you. So... Uh, pregnancy skippers start skipping now please yeah um i'm fine good well i'm mad you're mad okay so this used to be my theory baby brain is a thing that was invented by men to oppress women when they are at their most vulnerable oh that's an interesting idea yes but um this weekend i've thrown away two forks I've hidden things in my handbag and then forgotten about it and just spent 20 minutes trying to work out which episode we're on. Um, like, I'm I'm nuts. I've gone nuts. You think it is the baby brain? Well, apparently... So we've got this book on pregnancy because we finally decided to buy something yeah. based around pregnancy. You're accepting the, the situation. We're accepting in. the situation. And um, it says that apparently around week 20 which is where i am um your brain shrinks wow 
Well, what? Like a part of it shrinks and the another part gets bigger? Probably. I didn't read it that much. <laughs> Surely. But yeah, it must be. It's basically, it's just another bit of your body like gearing up. To, like... Or is it shrinking so that you forget childbirth <laughs> starting to shrink now so that you just never remember? <laughs> I'm not, I've got to say, I'm not worried about giving birth yet. <laughs> but it's not like, it's not on my list of anxieties. No, good. Yeah, I mean, I've had enough shit down there. Yeah, man, you'll get through it. I'm Everyone just, else does. Yeah, I'm kind of assuming there's going to be something wrong with it and they're going to have to slice out. Like, they'll have its cord around its neck or something, I don't know. I'm sure that won't happen. I'm sure you'll have a, a wonderful birth. Yeah, we'll see. But if they have to slice it out, as long as I come out with an alive, healthy baby, I'll yeah, be fine. That's the aim of the game. Yeah, that, I don't really care how it comes out. So, yeah. Anyway, I digress. I've gone mental. Um, it's just, it's so bizarre. I've just become really scatty. Like, at work, it relies a lot on me being quite focused mm. and being able to do stuff really fast. And if I get something wrong, I have to issue a correction. And I had, like, three of those last week. Oh, I've never had one before. And suddenly I had three. That's so annoying. It was embarrassing but it's fine it is fine it's fine um it's just quite funny like (laughs) the look of the look basically we went out we went shopping um this weekend me and john's mum and got a call from john on the way back saying can you buy this like this diy item Mm. please so we went to home base and bought the diy item um went back and I gave it to John and his dad and they were like, thank you. Okay, sounds reasonable so far. Yeah, and then they started like preparing to do the DIY with the item. And I must have literally just seen it like lying around and like tidied it up. Tidied it up. But what actually happened is they were like, where is the thing? Has anybody seen the thing? They were like walking around for like an hour being like, where have we put it? Where has it gone? And... It turned out it was in my handbag. <laughs> she just pocketed it. I squirreled it away. <laughs> I'm putting this in here for later. <laughs> we were going to bed and I was like looking at my handbag for something. And I found it and I was like, oh. Oh, God. Did John laugh his ass off? He did. And then he went and told his dad. So oh, no. That's great. Yeah. So you're on the back foot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know what's going on, but something is. Oh, there you go. Your um, brain's shrinking. My brain's shrinking. So I'm sure that at work they'll be very pleased about that particular state of being. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is that obviously, I mean, we talked about this a bit last week, but I've got my 20 week scan Ooh. in the next couple of days. Any anxiety? Loads. Okay. Absolutely. Um, my mum's going to come with me because John can't make it. She is literally so excited. Oh, good. Your mum is brilliant. So Yeah, she is brilliant. And also, she's come to a few scans with me, but they were all up the vag scans. Oh, this is exciting. Yeah, exactly. So she gets to, like, actually be in the area and not having to, like, avoid one part (laughs) of it. Um, So that's cool. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, she's really excited. Um, I don't think she has scan anxiety. Oh, no, I'm sure she doesn't. No. No. She's just like well excited. And I think because we had our reassurance scan at 16 and a half weeks, which is just like me paying shitloads of money to go and make sure everything was okay. Mm. I think they do quite similar things. So they do things like measure the kidneys and check the blood blood flow through the heart. Okay. And things like that. And it's all a bit like, 
I think she'll be, I think she'll like that. She'll quite like she was a nurse, wasn't she? She was, yeah. I think she'll be like, oh, we didn't have that in our day. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So oh, that'll be cool. Right, that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully all those little fluttery things that I felt are actually a baby and not like... Yeah, because you felt it for the first time, didn't you? Yeah. I remember you messaged me during the week and told me and I was like over the moon for you and then yeah. I was like don't talk, don't talk to me anymore because yeah. I'm like on the verge of tears all the time I was like don't I'll start crying <laughs> it's it's yeah I mean the thing is that all the things that I'm feeling right now are like where my waistband is so I don't it's either the baby being like stop constricting me or um or it's just like a fart that needs to come out oh great. yeah lovely yeah, yeah. sorry sorry that's okay. I know you don't like scatological references. I don't love them, but that's yeah. fine. Her face, listeners. Her <laughs> face. Um, more importantly, Gabs, it's like a huge day for you today. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's a huge day today. Uh, it is. Well, it's D-Day tomorrow or T-Day. T-Day. It is T-Day. T-day. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... So yeah, I'm yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Basically, um last time we spoke I was about to start the additional drugs. So on Wednesday I started the pessaries and the Lubion injections. Oh yeah. So that's two two different types of progesterone. And um yeah, so finally I found out what the grossness is. The cottage cheese. The <laughs> pant cheese. Pant cheese. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Oh, it's just <laughs> Because the first one I put in, I was like expecting the worst and nothing really happened. And then the next one I put in, it was at night, so nothing really happened. But the next day, I feel like the culminative effect <laughs> the of build up. the other ones <laughs> just kind of all came to meet me at one time. And wow, I was just horrified. Oh my God. Um, so yeah, that is it. I'm finding that quite grim. It's a good idea to wear pads. Yeah, I've been wearing pads. You know, those, those little thin ones that you get, you don't really see the point of when you're yeah. normal. Well, I picked up some Tanner Lady ones yesterday oh, and my husband was like, those are for women with incontinence issues. And I was like, but they're really nice and light, just liners. These are kind of perfect. And he just took the piss out of me. So I, <laughs> so I grabbed the uh, Always Ultra instead. Yeah, like body form, those ones yeah. that are just really thin. Oh, body form, that's the one, yeah. Um, But yeah, I'm wearing pads, so that's fine. But I did get caught without pad the other day, and that was awful. It will happen. <clears throat> it will. Um, so yeah, we were talking about ruining all my pants, basically. But it does seem to come out of the pants. <laughs> I can confirm. <laughs> it does come out. Well, it does come out. You do have to do a hot wash. Yeah. Uh, because otherwise, you're you're going to be left with waxy residue. Oh Jesus! Sorry. Oh, it's just so grim. <laughs> um, and yeah, the injections I am finding quite sore actually mm. yeah they they feel more sore when i'm do when when my husband's doing them despite how gentle he's being and everything he's been, he's doing a great job um but they're kind of sore the next day as well like today my tummy okay. is quite sore how many are you doing a day just one just one and you're doing that in the evening yeah okay. uh so yeah it's i'm um, just a bit like oh god um so that's i mean that's you know that's just the way it is isn't it um, and you know, touch wood, I'll be doing it for twelve weeks, so yeah. I can complain about it for a long time. Oh yeah, you can. We'll have some real good moaning sessions. Yeah. That. Um, and then, yeah, I guess the other thing is, I'm kind of, I think, I've been quite anxious about the effect of the drugs on my body. Yeah. Um, probably because of the breast cyst thing. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I, and it's just, I'm like constantly kind of a bit like, oh, what is this doing to me? And then I had a dream the other night, which is obviously like a subconscious anxiety dream where the drugs had caused, had created like blood blisters all over my chest, oh my God. which started to bleed. Oh my God. I know. Can you imagine? So in my dream, I was like looking in the mirror and there was just like blood pumping out of my You're oozing breasts. Oh, it <laughs> <That> was horrible. <laughs> well, I, so I brought this up. The reason I was so keen to do a natural transfer mm. cycle was because I, I felt like exactly the same. Mm. But one thing that my doctor said to me was, well, these hormones are naturally occurring in your body. Like the ones that you were using before are not. Yeah. The But these ones are, and you know, so your body should be able to process them much better. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I was on the pill for years and didn't really have any negative effects that I'm aware of you know um so so hopefully it's fine it's just this kind of silly thing at the back of my head yeah no it, it is you know it doesn't make you worry mm. yeah but that's okay I'll get mm. over it um <laughs> uh, so yeah so it's tomorrow fuck which is so exciting what time One thirty. fuck I know so I'm going to acupuncture at 10 great because I'm doing exactly what you did yeah <laughs> Like work, work for, for Emma. Yeah. It'll work for me. So I'm going to acupuncture at ten, and then I'm going to probably chill, and then off. Obviously, go there, do that, go for lunch afterwards. Yeah, that'll be nice. Yeah, but don't. Do you know what? If you, um, I mean, we're going to talk about kind of advice later. But if you feel like you don't want to go for lunch and you just want to lie down, yeah, just do that. Yeah, don't like. You know, we we all do stuff in our lives where we kind of don't necessarily want to do it but we do it anyway because we've like decided that's the decision we've made okay yeah but like i think you have to listen to yourself listen to your body what did you do straight after yours i went home and lay on the sofa okay well maybe i'll be doing that then well but but then you know a lot of people have said go and do something nice so yeah yeah it's just how you feel like Mm. it's literally what's going on in your head Mm. yeah that's true because the advice from the doctor is like just go about your go about your life isn't it yeah like there's there's no reason you shouldn't yeah, but yeah, then yeah. if you feel like tired or because you didn't sleep very well, maybe mm. or um, you know, it's basically you've just had a like quite invasive thing, like mm. they've just shoved a catheter in your uterus, mm. so you might be a little bit, like, just a tiny bit sore. Yeah, so just see how you feel. Okay, that seems like good advice. But then go, oh, then go for a nice lunch because yeah. that's nice too. I was thinking about trying to get like some sort of bone broth vibe. Because apparently that's quite good, isn't yeah. it? I won't be going for McDonald's, <laughs> just to confirm. No chips for you. No chips. Um, and uh, yeah, I've been necking pomegranate juice and um, just found this new smoothie from M&S. Oh, yeah. Called the Revitalizer or something like that. Okay. Someone on Instagram recommended that's got like beetroot and pomegranate and like goji berries and blackberry and oh my like God. folic acid. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's baby juice. It's the IVF juice. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to get onto that. You should. Everyone should. It's amazing. That sounds quite nice. Although, beat to Yeah, no, I think it'll be good. I yeah. mean, I haven't had it yet. Okay, fine. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm doing, basically. I'm, I'm, I have been, like, other than the drugs anxiety, I've been feeling really good about tomorrow and really kind of excited about it. Good. Yeah. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, so this is the transfer preparation episode. Yeah. And we're just basically, I've got a bit of advice from a few people, okay. um, mainly our listeners. Brilliant. And people who follow us on Instagram. Yeah. A couple of pros. Oh, wow. Um, and me. Excellent. Yeah. Well, can I start by asking you some questions? Yes. So, um, what should I wear? <laughs> That's a good question. Are they, so, yeah. Well, okay, so I'm talking about my clinic here. Yeah. Um, my clinic, you go in, you um, put on some like things over your shoes. So they mm. call you in and then you're suddenly in the like clean part. Mm. They put some things over your shoes um, and you wear a hairnet. Okay. It's really sexy. Nice. Really sexy. Yeah. Um, the, I am sure that the first time they made me put a gown on, but the second time they didn't. Okay. So I just wore the same outfit that I tend to wear for intrauterine scans, which is just like a shift dress. Okay, because I last time I went for a scan, I wore a dress and it was a bit awkward because they gave me a, a gown and I didn't need the gown because I just okay. had a dress on. Yeah. So I was kind of like, is it better for me to just wear trousers? I can whip off the trousers. Also, they said in their instructions to bring clean socks. Really? Yeah. That's weird. I know. Uh... I don't know. So can I not do it barefoot? Well, probably your gross, dirty, bacteria-y feet. They don't like. Maybe, yeah. Sorry. Or maybe they're subscribing to the socks. Yeah. Thing, and you should keep your feet warm. Yeah, I mean, I I think different clinics do it differently. Yeah. I just know what mine does, and that is they want you to. They it's just basically about as little bacteria in the room yeah. as possible. Um. So I have there's just a little changing area in the corner of the transfer room Mm. in mine yeah same in mine yeah but you know might wear a dress i guess yeah i mean you can wear a dress and then you can whip it off if they want you to put a gown on yeah i'm not gonna wear any makeup no makeup they my one says no nail varnish either oh i don't know i don't haven't worn nail varnish for ages Uh Um, abiding by the rules or perfume yeah and like wash your hair maybe maybe don't wash your hair again actually yeah maybe just let let your natural hair oil natural hair oils Mm -hmm. uh second question yeah when do i put my pessary in oh that's a good question post 
Definitely not pre, right? They're not going to want to go in there if it's full of pessary residue. <laughs> I just did mine first thing in the morning. Yeah. So I, I had been waking up at like 5am anyway, because that's what time I wake up, putting it in. And I just carried that on. Um, but then I guess if you, because you do a lunchtime one, mm. don't you? So maybe, yeah, and maybe do after. after. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know that. So if anybody else knows. <laughs> yeah, an interesting one. I'm assuming after because, yeah, it would be yeah. better if it was not. But then am I going to want to shove something up? there well after the embryo the thing is yeah but it only goes into your cervix it doesn't go into your no it doesn't it doesn't go into your in fact does it even go as high as the cervix no No. it goes into your vagina yeah as we now now know Mm -hmm. um yeah so i mean it's not gonna harm the no basically your cervix is like closed and nothing can get up there closed af yeah so yeah okay That makes sense. And then you went home and lay down afterwards. Yes, because... So my original plan had been to implement the lying in bed for two days thing. Right, yeah. But after about two hours, I got really bored. Okay. So I just started doing normal stuff. Okay. And, like, I didn't go out very much during the two-week wait. Like, well, we did... So we did stuff like... We we got the train to Bristol to see my friend Sophie. Mm. Um, But we didn't, like... I didn't, like go out for a coffee with many people. Like, I went out for a coffee with my friend who works just down the road from me. Yeah. We went to um, Keeley's event. We did. You and I did. But I didn't really get to the get, get the tube very much, and I didn't... But then that was just me. That was just me. Yeah. I was being, like, weirdly protective of myself. And you do find yourself, like, walking around, like, you've got a precious cargo on board. Yeah. And, like... I mean, who cares? Like, the embryo doesn't care. The embryo's in there. Mm-hmm. It's it's sticking or it's not sticking. Yeah. It decides that pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, well, that's all of my questions. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, so, first of all, I'll start with the expert's advice. Okay. I emailed a bunch of the of friends of the podcast. Did you? Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but um, I did email them quite late on Friday night and it's now Sunday. <laughs> so they haven't had a lot of time to get back to us. <laughs> um, so one of the people that I spoke to was Dee Armstrong, who we had on a couple of weeks ago. Um, who runs the Natural Fertility Centre. Amazing, D. Or who is at the Natural Fertility Centre. I love her. Um, who, yeah, just awesome. Got such a good reaction from so many people. Um, so she said one thing, which I will tell you in a minute, but she also said she's spoken to a load of her acupuncture colleagues. Oh, yeah. Um, and she... So one of them said, Chinese medicine talks about nourishing the heart which means dealing with stress, anxiety and sleep issues, which also nourishes the womb. We concentrate on blood flow and calming anxiety, ensuring good sleep and adequate rest. So get a good night's sleep tonight. Yeah. Um, somebody else says heart, womb, emotion, blood connection, which addresses both the physical and emotional. Okay. Which translates to me as get another good night's sleep. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fine. <laughs> I can do that. And... Somebody else says, I would add that this way, a frozen embryo transfer, which is what you're having, often has a good chance of success compared to fresh transfer as the body is much more balanced and not traumatised by egg collection, drugs, etc. And the other person I emailed was our acupuncturist. It's quite acupuncture heavy. Oh, Um, Louis. Louis, who we obviously both hero worship. Um, And she says, here is my tip for gabs. Do six rounds of the four, seven, eight breathing. Okay. Which is basically you inhale for four counts, you hold it for seven counts, you exhale for eight counts um, as you sit in the waiting room before transfer. Nice. 
It will relax your whole body and put your body in the parasympathetic nervous system so blood can flow well and help relax the cervix. And then she says, sorry, not very exciting, but it's an effective one. The alternative was shave welcome into your pubic hair for the embryo. (laughs) (laughs) Not very Chinese medicine. (laughs) Love her so much. (laughs) Well, I might do both. Yeah, I mean, you know. You, why not? You want it to be a welcoming yeah, environment. Yeah. I mean, I've shaved my legs for the embryo, so uh, why not go the whole hog? <laughs> oh, she makes me laugh. There's one more thing from Kate Davis. Do you remember her? She's the... Of course. Yeah. Um, who... <laughs> so Kate Davis, if you haven't heard that episode, is a fertility nurse consultant and an IVF coach. Um, and you can find her at Your Fertility Journey. You can. Um, and she, she just gave me a few kind of little bits. Oh, okay, go on. So she said, enjoy moderate exercise, not high intensity, to increase your heart rate and promote good oxygenated blood flow to the uterus. Nice. Um, Reduce your caffeine intake to promote good circulation. Mm -hmm. Avoid using seasonal allergy medication or cold remedies, as these are designed to constrict blood flow. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so don't get any um, Lemzip. Bloody Lemzip. Yeah, more evil than you think. Consider acupuncture. Well... Already yeah. considered. Already considered. Considered and purchased. Bought the t-shirt. <laughs> um, try fertility massage to improve blood flow to the uterus. She says, and there's no research as far as she's aware but to support this, but it's super relaxing. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's all you want. Um, make sure you're a healthy weight as a low BMI can reduce estrogen levels. You're right not much that. you can do about that. Yeah, not, this not point. This stage. You get to your FET, you can't be like, right, you just need to lose a quick stone. <laughs> I'll be fine. Um, she also says, take the right supplements for you. There's some evidence to suggest from a study in 2010 that the supplements vitamin E and L-arginine, I hope I'm pronouncing that mm. properly, improve uterine thickness in women with a thin endometrium, which is not a problem you have, but, but one I have. For many people. Yes. Um, and she says, other than that, my best advice is to have a duvet day following your FET. Resting is vital. Great. Yeah. Any excuse to hit Netflix, right? <laughs> um, okay. And then I also asked a whole, I basically put put the question out to um, the hive mind that is Instagram. Um, just wondering where to start, to be honest. Um, so... Um, a lot of people suggested mindfulness to ease your thoughts. Yep, yeah. Um, a lot of people said, you know, have a chill day, watch crappy films, have acupuncture, um, comfy clothes, somebody else said. Yeah. So just make sure you're comfortable, relaxing music, maybe have a short walk after. Um, one, of the, one of the issues that a lot of people talked about was the uh, full bladder issue. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So they ask you to have a full bladder so mm. that they can see what they're doing on the ultrasound because mm. it's, it's going to be a stomach ultrasound that you have. So they're because wow. they're shoving the catheter up, oh they God. can't put a wand up. Oh, wow, I've never had a stomach ultrasound. Wow. Quite excited. Yeah. Oh. Um, so so they need to be able to see what they're doing. Um, the first transfer I had, I went in with the fullest bladder in living memory. I was so desperate for the loo the whole time. I couldn't think because I was so desperate for the loo. Oh, um, so I would suggest it probably like the second time I went in and it was like quite full, but not like super, not uncomfortably so. Yeah. So I would say aim for that. Well, that's what um, my doctor said. He was like, "Don't come to us bursting for a wee." He said, "Just, <laughs> just enough." Yeah. Like yeah, just like need a bit of a wee. Yeah. But don't be. Don't be desperate. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, somebody else said get comfort food ready for when you get home. Put a be- box set on. Nice. You've got yes. flea bag. I am making my way through flea bags. Yeah. So that's perfect. Um, somebody else and suggested that you cook a load of meals so that you can. Okay, well, that's um, all right because Mr. Gabby yeah. does all the cooking yeah, in this got relationship. A personal so. chef like yeah. me. Um, <laughs> somebody else said treat yourself. <laughs> Don't drink too much water too early. Oh yeah, wee before you leave home and have a drink when you get there. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, somebody else says, treat yourself as if you're pregnant straight away. Um, and then somebody else says, turn it into a date day by going for brunch, lunch, dinner. Nice. So you could do that. I mean, yeah. Enjoy this bit. Life is full of possibility. Well, that's really sweet. It is. That's nice. It is. And you basically are pregnant until somebody says you're not. So Yeah. Um, oh God. Well, it's probably the closest I've ever been to being pregnant as far as I know. So <laughs> excited exactly. about that. If you have painful smears and ultrasounds, you can get gas and air to help during transfer. A couple of people suggested taking paracetamol. I'll be right. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Watch something funny afterwards. And um, this person says, have you ever come across the Israeli clown study? Which I actually did read ages ago. And it's basically um, <laughs> they some clinic somewhere got clowns to make people laugh immediately after their transfer. And it like increased, it increased their success rates. Wow! So you laugh. I I don't know how like peer reviewed this study was. Wow! <laughs> I wonder if it's the physical motion of laughing or it's know. the happiness or if it, like there's um endorphins are released aren't there? Yeah, so it could be that. Oh my god! Who knows? Who knows what it is? But just get make, make sure Mister Gabby get has happy. his joke book with him. <laughs> okay, he's a funny guy anyway, so we're all right. You'll appreciate that. Yeah, um, up your protein and water intake. Water's yes. really important. Yeah, yeah. I'm drinking loads of water at the moment. Yep. Um, get your other half to come in and hold your hand, which I would hope you were doing. Yes. <laughs> Somebody else says, have a big argument with your hubby. It worked for me. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I wasn't hungry, but with a mix of nerves and excitement, having a small breakfast helped. So. Oh, yeah. I've got some, <laughs> got some muesli lined up. Yeah, good. Yeah. Um. Someone else says, try not to think that you're being fingered by a stranger in front of your husband. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what would you say if I said one me the first time? <laughs> <laughs> I, um, during my first one, so I made a lot of jokes with the embryologist um, about asking her name first before she got me pregnant. That she didn't laugh. Funny. She didn't laugh? No. That is a great joke, mate. I thought it was like, I was like lying there on the bed. And it just came and to you? And it just came to me. It's very funny. I thought it was funny. I'm but... not doing that in a kind of funny for you kind of way. No, yeah, that's, genuine, like, that's genuinely great. funny, right? That's a brilliant joke. Yeah, <laughs> anybody else can use that. Yeah. You might have better human embryologists. <laughs> but she was she was concentrating. Um, what I did during my both my transfers is just fucking talk a lot. Okay. I just can't. I like mm. when I, I had a heart operation where I was awake as well, and I just couldn't stop talking during that. And the guy got a bit annoyed with me, gave me more drugs to shut me up. Oh, you you got in touch with me during the week to tell me um, or to remind me that it doesn't last very long. Okay, so yeah, so this is one of the things that I wanted to say to you. Um, it's probably a three to five minute process if it's being done right. Mm. You feel like there there should be like some element of ritual. Or like solemnity, some mm. pomp and circumstance involved. Mm. No, these are people who do this the same thing 15, 16 times a day. Yeah, they are really good at it. They get it done quickly. It's over. And you're out. You're out on on your ear. 
<laughs> on on the overground on your way home. It's it's shocking how fast it is. Wow. The first time I felt really shortchanged. Oh wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which is just like I just felt yeah. I want the moment to last. Yeah. It's like a quickie. Exactly. It is like a quickie. It just feels satisfying as a quickie. Yeah. I mean, you know, I just, I just remember like, because it's such an emotional moment, Mm. and no, like they're really nice in there. Or with me, they were. And both times I've had an all female team, which is nice for me because I like ladies. Um, but they will just like get you in and out. Mm. No one was like, "Are you all right?" Mm. The second time, somebody went, "That was a good transfer." Oh. To me. Wow. I should have believed her. You should have. I didn't. No, you didn't. You <laughs> did like, not. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to work. Whatever. But don't be surprised if you come out feeling like you've got all these emotions and you haven't really done anything with them because mm. you haven't had the chance. Mm-hmm. That, that makes sense. That definitely happened both times. I was just like, <laughs> um, Yeah. Somebody says, and I, I think this is quite nice, um, ask for a photo of the embryo. If you get a BFP, it's something you'll treasure forever. Aww. Um. I never got a photo of the embryo, but I did get a photo, like a scan picture yeah. of it being in. Now, when we were talking to Katie Linderman a few weeks ago, she pointed out that the smudge of like weirdness that you can see on that picture is literally the, the what's it called, transfer medium. You um, can't actually see the embryo. Right. <laughs> but but it's the moment. Kids, yeah, it, it is. It was the moment it happened. It's literally the... Is that, it's not the moment of conception, but it's the moment of whatever. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I'd love a picture of the embryo. I love them. I think they're really cool. Yeah, they are. Somebody cool. Somebody put up a video on Instagram the other day of, of a, an embryo developing. That's like a sped up, a sped up one, and it looks so cool. It is cool. It's really cool. Um, I got really nervous during mine and both of mine that they put the wrong persons in, so oh, yeah. I made them like confirm how they do it. <laughs> which is a, well, actually a really interesting conversation to have. But it's also it's partly because um during my egg collection there was another John and Emma. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But that's terrifying. Yep. Um, a lot of people saying just try and enjoy it, which yeah, I think I will. I think I'm, you know, I'm I'm feeling quite good. I'm not anxious about it. Mm-hmm. I am excited about it. It is exciting. Mm, it's it is. so exciting. It's exciting. Right, should we move on to what my advice is? Yes, for you. Um. Oh yeah. You can't wee out an embryo. Okay. <laughs> That's a good mantra. I just think it's important to say, even though I, f- I spent a year after I um, my first round failed, fairly convinced I had weed out the embryo and that's why it hadn't worked. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. You can go to the loo later. Like, I think what Dee was saying when we spoke to her, Dee Armstrong, which was two or three weeks ago now... Um, was that it helps if you think of the uterus as it's not this like cavity that's something sloshing around. Mm. All the like all the walls touch each other. They're close together. So, so it's snug as a bug in a rug. It's snug as a bug in a rug. So it'll be fine. Okay. You can't pee it out. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> no matter how much. Although you, I've got to say, my brain was like, you peed it out. You peed it out. Mate. Even though like, even though I knew I hadn't. Even though I knew you couldn't. That's the biggest pee you've ever had. It's just... <laughs> And I guess the last thing, um, from my point of view, is the symptom spotting afterwards, mm. which you will do. Yeah. You will Google th- things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. You will want to phone your pregnant friends and be like, just when you find out you're pregnant, 
did you like have a twitchy eyebrow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I'll be have... on the phone to you. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Um, and it's the drugs. It's all the drugs. Mm. Like whatever you feel is the drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the first like first couple of weeks, anyway. Mm. It's all the drugs. That's the other mantra. Yeah. Just mantra one, you can't be out an embryo. <laughs> yeah. Mantra two, it's the drugs. It's the drugs. Like, <laughs> and likewise, like if your boobs suddenly stop hurting on day six, which mine did both times. Right, yeah. That doesn't mean it hasn't worked. Okay, yeah. I can tell you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if the symptoms just vanish, yeah. doesn't mean it hasn't worked. Uh-huh. Okay. It's Good fine. Yeah. It's just your body being a fucker. Bloody bodies, eh? Bodies. Very unreliable. Who'd have them? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, thank you for all of that. And thank you for everyone that got in touch with Emma, because that's really sweet. Yeah, it was really nice. And um, I I feel like we should do a blog post or something. Yeah. Because... We gonna have time to do a blog post? We'll see. (laughs) But but there were so so many good tips. And some of them were just like, enjoy it. Mm. There were a couple that were like, um, lie in bed for two days and don't get out and there are a couple that were like walk around straight after yeah. <laughs> um, that's, that's a question from Professor Tim actually I don't think we've asked him that yeah. have we asked him that? Um, no I don't think no, we have no. no so yeah just it's it's such a hard two weeks it's such a head fuck mm. it's horrible mm. just distract yourself yeah I will and like and you will walk around like so preciously you're like tiptoe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's, that's fine. fine. I'm gonna. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm excited. Just let yourself feel what you feel as well. Yeah. Like I just felt like I just knew it hadn't worked the second time, and the first time I knew it had worked, and neither was right. So. Okay. Yeah, that's good. It's a good thing to think. Yeah. It's just it makes the decision. It either implants in the first two days or it doesn't, and nothing you can do can fuck that up. Yeah. Nothing you think can fuck that up. Okay. <laughs> good luck mate thank you good good luck to everyone else that's in the same boat yeah absolutely anybody going for an embryo transfer or a collection godspeed friends godspeed godspeed now it's time for IVF what the F what the F Um, so today we are talking about a subject that I feel like is going to stir up some emotions yeah, probably. Because we've seen emotions, as we said, oh, at the beginning yeah. of the show, visibly stirred Ooh, previously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We so. were at the uh, fertility event at yeah. um, IVF London back in February. And um, yeah, one of the nutritionists said that she basically started bad-mouthing folic, folic acid. acid. And everyone was like, yeah, but that's what the government says, yo. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, but that's what it is. Yeah. It was, um, yeah, it was, it was intense. So we're talking about folic acid versus folates. Mm-hmm. And the government recommendation is that women, especially those preparing for pregnancy and those who are in the early stages of pregnancy, so the first 12 weeks, mm-hmm. get 400, I think it's micrograms, MCG, of folic acid a day. Yes. Um. And that is to ensure that things develop properly. Yeah, it's for bones and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, and spines, I think. Yeah. Spina bifida. And there's also, a fun one, been a couple of studies that have suggested that if um, a mother takes folic acid for, I think it's 40 days before she conceives, Mm. um, the 
chances of having an autistic child are slightly reduced. Oh, okay. Which so is many benefits though. It's a cause close to my heart, that particular Indeed. one. My mum sent me that study. Oh. Um I'm not I can't actually cite where the study was or who did it or whether it's any good. So look that up yourself. That was Mama's mum, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah, it's uh, it is a funny one because I, I, I mean, I've been taking folic acid for a long yeah. time <laughs> in preparation for maybe getting pregnant. Um, but I was on very much on folic acid, yeah, for the majority of that. But I've recently switched to uh, wild nutrition supplements, which have folate. I didn't switch because of that specific reason okay but i but that's what i'm now on but i i have no problem with folic acid okay so some the the argument behind this is that some some nutritionists recommend that you take folates instead of folic acid because um it's folic acid is like the um the like man-made version of folate yeah right some people find it harder to process folic acid yeah but are as fine with folates. The synthetic version of folates absolutely doesn't get absorbed as well. Yes. So that argument that those people should take folates. Yes. Which is obviously the the it's what's present in foods. Lots of like rich green foods, like kale. I think is is full of folates. Is it? I think so. I, I didn't know that. I hope so. I just know that uh, little pills that you buy are. Yeah, the little pills. Yeah. Too. <laughs> um. Either way, you've got to take one of them if you're trying for a baby, so yep. get on them. Um, if you have views on this particular debate, mm-hmm. please email in. Yeah, let us know. Let us know, and we'll read out your emails on the podcast because I think it's just such a heated debate at the yeah. moment, especially since the government decided to start putting it in bread, folic acid. Really? Yeah. Bread? Bread. Wow. Yeah. What kind of bread? All the bread. All of the bread? Well, I think in flour, actually. Whoa. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. Um, so, yeah, please let us know. But here is what Professor Tim has to say. Yep. Um, so folic acid is the uh, sort of the laboratory made version of um, folate, which is a vitamin. And it's very important that women who are trying to conceive do take uh, folic acid or folate um, because when pregnant, this helps re- significantly reduce the risk of a major pregnancy complication, which is um, spina bifida. Um, 400 micrograms a day of folic acid um, which will be in any of the pregnancy vitamin compounds you might have or you can take it separately should be taken whilst you're trying to conceive for the vast majority of women there's no advantage in using folate which is considered to be more natural but for most people all it is is more expensive and there'd be no reason to take that it is thought that some women with um, a, a fairly uncommon uh, with a genetic blood clotting problem may benefit from using a type of folate rather than folic acid but for the vast majority of people there's no need to consider that thanks for that professor tim it's the end of the show it's the end of the show yeah, feel good. Yeah, yeah. Ready for your transfer? Yeah, ready. Ready as I'll ever be. Yeah. Um, and good luck to everyone else that's going for it as well. Godspeed, friends. <laughs> Godspeed. <laughs> Let's bring these babies home. Let's. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.